Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today is Tell Dell Tuesday, and we have a wonderful guest with us today that has an interesting story. He went to his financial planner, and the guy said, hey... If you do everything exactly right, you should be able to retire by age 89. Now, how many of you have heard that very same story? Today, we're going to discuss it and with us here today to discuss that story and his complete reversal of role is Daryl Porter. Daryl, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dell, and uh, it's sure an honor to be on again with you. Well, let's start for people not heard you before. Uh, tell your story about what you do for a living and uh, how you decided to get into real estate and why. So let's bring them up from the beginning. Yeah. So I'm a nurse, an ICU nurse, uh, 18 years now. Um, and my wife was a teacher, just kind of ordinary people. We good jobs, um, working hard and hadn't planned for retirement. So as you said, about age 50, um, we started, hadn't saved anything, so uh, my wife had a little teacher's retirement, working, whatever that is. Um, and so we went to a financial planner, and she called us back in a couple weeks later and had our plan all written out and said, um, yeah, according to the calculations, just keep your same lifestyle. You're going to have to work till you're 89. Um so that was a <laughs> definite punch in the gut. And um, I guess I was like, oh, well, this is not a good plan at all. I, I, get, I really I blame myself, Odell. You know, when you, don't, when you don't do the things to prepare yourself, um, just kind of let life live, live you instead of living life, then that's the situation that I think, unfortunately, a lot of us get into. And, I, I, you know, we are able to see a lot of people struggling in their later years, not having any comfort, not into living their dreams. And so um, I think there's probably something you run into a lot. You, you see people who just haven't positioned themselves through letting day-to-day life just eat you up and thinking somehow it's going to work out without planning. And so that's where we ended up across from the table from that lady looking at that report. After that happened, what was your next step? What did you do with that? So at that point, I began looking for ways that I could um, figure out a better plan. So actually, I started following uh, Dave Ramsey, um, which probably a lot of your listeners or, or people out there have done also. So I started to try to work feverishly to get out of debt. Um, and that was actually, actually that helped me put in position when I met you in order to uh, – take advantage of the teachings that you had. So what I did for the next two years is I paid down the debt. And one of the odd things about when you're, when you're doing that is you start to resent. Like I started to resent my wife even spending any money. And, you know, like we'd go to the store and I, I would resent, you know, there's that eat rice and beans, but then they don't never talk about the part where you start to really dislike yourself and your family um, for spending any money. And so that's a crazy way to live. So, um, then I, I started hearing your show on the radio, and it sounded 
really good. Like, I, I didn't know you. I didn't know if it was legit. You hear a lot of stuff. But for some reason, you sounded like you had a solid game plan. So I actually suggested um, one of my nurse friends to go to your program. She did. She was on fire. She bought a house right away. And she was totally involved. And then she invited me to the annual thing, um, annual uh, session that you give at NRG. And um, from there, I I, I joined, came to the two-day. And honestly, you taught me in two days enough to – be very successful in real estate just in the two days and, and people won't believe that you can take just a two-day knowledge but your knowledge um and i already actually had a rent house at the time but i was making no money i had no idea what i was doing and from there we went from um one property at that time in 19, 20, 2017 uh, and right now we have 15 doors well that you know um Kind of reminds me of a saying I heard, uh, I read it in a book somewhere that Vince Lombardi, the great Green Bay Packer coach, uh, stated, he said, uh, practice doesn't make perfect, perfect practice makes perfect. And if you go out there and do something that's a good thing, which is to buy a rent house and do it wrong, you can still have uh, bad results just by doing it wrong. So let's talk about, if we can, when you came to the two-day and you said that information you're talking about, that massive amount of information, let's hear some of the aha moments. It, because you have this structural impediment in your mind that I'm doing this and it's not working. So, you know, how are you going to tell me it's going to work if I'm already proven it doesn't work? What, what, what was the aha moments that turned it around for you? So a couple of things. Um, one I'll never forget in the seminar, you came down off of the stage and you just asked some random lady, um, stand up and you gave her a hug and you said, most of you landlords who have a property, you could never do that. And you mocked like you were giving her an eviction notice at the same time. And so it taught me like I'm doing business totally wrong in the sense that you've got to be compassionate, but at the same time, it's a business. And if the people aren't paying their rent, they have to go, you know. And so my I looked at it after that moment is that it's not fair for my family to pay someone else's rent. My job was to provide them a decent place to live, a very decent. You teach us to to, um, create very good houses, working class houses, which anyone would be honored to live in. That's that's the style that you came across. Um, And. That's what we were providing, and my people just weren't paying. I had the wrong people in there. So I switched it. That was one aha moment. And the other one is basically the calculation that you had us do, where it's showing how much our money is making for us. And I think mine was better than it was because I did have one rent house, but it still was like 1% or something ridiculous like that. So those two aha moments. And then the other part was, for whatever reason, I really believed I could do your plan. And so that um, that humanized it for me. I, I, I don't know why I actually connected with you, um, but in that sense, you made it seem like to me, which turned out to be true, that an ordinary guy who had no real positive experience in real estate could win in real estate. Now, when you came in, um, was the wife with you or were you doing this on your own? 
she was with you 100%, but not 100%. She didn't really, uh, I think probably that same lack of belief, but she did come with me. Yeah, she was there with a two-day. Um, so, And she, she believed in you, too. So the first one I found was actually probably on an auction site, and I, I bought it for 63000 um, That house is worth about 130000 now. Ended up renting that house for $1,000 a month for three years, 11 months. And then that tenant, she ended up finding a house of her own to buy. And so that was making me $354 a month for four years, my first um, now, did you use any hard money lending to buy these, or did you buy them straight up? With I bought them straight up with a mortgage company, so I think I put $15,000 down or something like that, and I bought it with a mortgage company. We still have that mortgage, a 30-year mortgage on it. The mortgage payment is $350 a month. <laughs> What's it, what is it rent for now? It's renting for $1,200 a month right now. Wow. That <laughs> yeah. feels pretty good. Yes, it does. Thank you, sir. Second one was right around the corner. Bought it for $86,000. Again, traditional financing. My mortgage on that one's five sixty nine right now. We It's worth about 170000 So, again, that equity capture has been fantastic. Um, and it rents for $1,500 a month now. So, and we just continued on from there. Bought a, I bought another one. And so what I would do every morning... Um, I'm an early riser. I would look at every house in the market that I'm attacking. I knew every house that was for sale. I knew what a good deal was. I knew what the what the what the what the fixed up houses sold for. I knew what they rented for. Um, and so, when I saw something that was had a lot of equity, and I knew I could, it was just cosmetic sheetrock and paint and flooring and putting a roof on. That's all stuff you can buy at Home Depot, and we would buy it. I have a great contractor who, if he was on the radio with us, he would thank you because of what I taught him. He went from living in a trailer to now he owns nine houses outright um, from working with me, building up our business, understanding the business, understanding the stuff you taught me. And then he finally took the leap after about four years working with him, and now he owns nine houses himself. But anyways, I found a great contractor who could uh, – Work with me and fix the fix the houses up, no matter what the situation was. And um, together we've grown, and uh, that was my basic game plan: buying stuff damaged, where we do capture that equity, and then I knew what the rents were, so I would do this simple formula of what the mortgage, taxes, insurance. I kept a little bit aside on for maintenance, and I kept a little bit aside for vacancy for each house, so that you're not fooling yourself thinking you're making money. Because you had taught us in the seminar. These things are going to happen. The house is going to come empty, and the house is going to need maintenance. So you better put some money aside for that. So we were able to execute that plan, and I think that's key is the execution, and that's what you taught me so much in business. It's not just owning a rent house. It's executing these plans that you had at that point for years perfected, um, and so that's that perfect practice. So I, I, I took your, your – I overlaid your technique on top of a city that I found that would work, and here we are today. So let's talk about, first of all, this concept that, let's say an average man, you, me, me when I started, you when you started, we're not, you know, not brainiacs, we're not business savages, we're not super geniuses. We can go out and master a set of skills, a set of numbers that we can go back over and over and over again and complete the same transaction at a different location, and it becomes very simple. 
And that's kind of what you said. I My first house I bought, uh, and then I turned around and bought three more in the same subdivision. The next three, in fact, were right there in the same subdivision. It's just like, you know, I said, this is the easiest thing I've ever seen in my life. If I know I bought this one and it's a deal, anything that comes up in that subdivision, it's anywhere close to that. That's a deal, right? And I mean, it didn't even take genius. I didn't even have to put it down on a spreadsheet. I bought this one and there's one just like it. I think I can figure that out, right? It's in my subdivision. I know what they're worth. I know what they rent for. So the simplicity of what you just explained is the complexity of why most people fail in business. They can't get it down to a simple set of facts that they can follow on a regular basis. So that's the first thing that you eloquently just explained right there uh, on this deal, uh, that you can master that. Uh, The second thing was that you could move as rapidly as you wanted to. Uh, There was no one holding you back, it doesn't appear, to be able to go and do this stuff. So you moved very rapidly. And I think that's another one that people can see, that the the cash flows were way above. The rate of return, if you take what you put into that deal and you look at the cash flow, I mean, you're talking, I'm just off the, I'm I'm spitballing here. It's 20, 30% returns on these things. And then your capital gains, I mean, my gosh, is over 100% in every deal hundreds of percent, maybe um, pretty simple. And so you rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And then you end up at this really successful spot. Now, I want to go into when we come back from break here, uh, the difference in buying a fourplex and how that twists things a little bit here. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting segment to go into. But before we get there in the end of this segment, let's just do this. I think you stated here in some preliminary notes that you started with about $200,000 of net worth when you started this? Is is that right, or is that what you ended up with? No, that's that's right. And uh, right now, it's just in real estate, it's well over a million dollars. Thank you, Del. Well, yes, there you uh, go. So, yeah, so we got $200,000 to a million. I think that's five times as much. That's five hundred percent return. So we'll take a short break. Be right back with Daryl Porter and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Need more unconventional wisdom that'll set you free? Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited on YouTube and binge content that will actually help you get where you want to go in life from people who are already there. With over 50,000 members and 32 years of proven success, there's so much more we want to share with you than what we have time for on the radio. On YouTube, we go beyond our shows and feature our best content from podcasts, interviews, expo, master's tour, fireside chats, special events, and more. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. 
Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Daryl Porter. Uh, Daryl, just as we went to break, shared with us that he's gone from a $200,000 net worth to a million dollar net worth uh, by buying houses. Now, as we come back here, I wanted to dive into the fact you bought a fourplex and a duplex. A fourplex and or a duplex, anything up to a fourplex is considered single family housing. Once you get to five units or larger, then you really have what we would call multifamily housing. So Daryl's been very careful to stay in that genre of single family housing because it changes the rules when you go outside of that. But what did you find different? Because there are differences. Yeah, so some of the major differences are you are having to tighten your leases in terms of not disturbing your neighbor and how your different tenants treat each other because they're they're all next door to each other, and so um, you you're doing a careful screening as you taught us again in the class, um, um, and you you're doing tighter leases in terms of what the demands are and when you do an upfront. Um, interview with these people, you're kind of explaining to them, hey, everyone's kind of connected, and um, I don't live there, but I do want my tenants to enjoy their tenancy there and their residency and stay a long time. We've done very well with that. So um, many of my tenants, I'd say of the 15 tenants, 10 or ten or 11 have been with me the whole seven years, uh, four, four to seven years, depending on when I purchased the property. So the, the difference is um, mainly is that the the repairs have to be um, they kind of coincide. If you have a tenant that calls you with a um, an issue in terms of like plumbing, it's probably going to affect all four. So you really need uh, good uh, repair people and property manager. Your team has to be has to be basically tighter because you're dealing with instead of dealing with just one family being in the community, you're dealing with four if something goes wrong with the complex. Um, but on the other side of that, you're getting four incomes um, for that same property. So um, if you get a, a cohesiveness going and, and uh, the right speeches up front when, you, when you're when you renting to these people, you can get a unit that's running four times faster than your one unit. Um, so those are the two major differences. The, the lending naturally was a little bit more, but actually on the second fourplex I purchased, and people talk about these deals, and then you, 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 oh, those are unicorn deals, and I, I guess they are. My lender actually gave me fifty-five thousand dollars to fix the. I didn't even put any money down on the property. He paid for the property, and he gave me fifty-five thousand in closing to repair it. So it was one of those no money down. You get because it was such a good deal, and uh, my banker understood that too. So um, uh, some people will say it was lucky, and other people will say. You know, this is what hard work puts you in a position to do. Luck is when proper preparation meets opportunity. (laughs) So you were lucky because you were prepared to be lucky, right? So let's cover some of this stuff again. You've unpacked a lot of information here. Let's cover it. The first one is it's a different kind of tendency because you now have your tenants living close to each other. Uh, and you've pointed that out very clearly. I'll give a perfect example of that, Daryl. Um, you got a single family house and a tenant calls you up and says, hey, I've got roaches. Your answer is going to be mighty proud of you. Have you named them yet? Uh, <laughs> what are your plans for those roaches? Should I get a pet deposit? What? And because it's their problem. You have a fourplex and somebody's got roaches, you better get over there and get it 
done, taken care of, because otherwise you'll have three other families with roaches that didn't do the nasty stuff that the first tenant did to get the roaches. So you've got to save everybody else. Another one's example, guy's got to move into a rent house. He goes, so do you do the yard or do I do the yard? What do you mean, do I do the yard? You, you do the yard. I don't have anything to do with it. Now you got a fourplex and they're all sharing the same yard. And you go, ah. I guess I better do it because none of these guys are going to do it type thing. So it, it, there's a lot of differences that way. But what I found to be true, uh, and you, you alluded to it, and so let's get closer to the numbers, is that I found that you can buy a fourplex. For example, I could buy a house for 50000 but I could buy four units for 100000 which was weird. Now, that's way back when I did fourplexes. Uh, I'm sure that it's some variable of that. Now, did you find the same thing, that you could buy four units for just a little bit more than you bought one? Or uh, Absolutely. So the first fourplex we purchased um, was 155000 um, for four units. And that one's worth somewhere in the neighborhood of three fifty now. Um, again, poorly run, badly damaged, but um, I, I found a banker who was willing to finance me, kind of as a newbie. Um, but I called several banks. I think all five banks in that case before I found him. And what I call it is collecting my nose. Um, so one thing that you you learn um, again that you taught us is. Um, you just have to keep seeking the financing. And so what we did in relation to the being able to buy much larger properties for plexes is I went online and found banks in that neighborhood, and I found the one that said he's into commercial lending, and I called him, and I called five that had that same banner, and they were able to – was able to sight unseen, never had met me, approved me in one day. And so – but I took a lot of no's before that. So, yes, we were able to buy um, – and then subsequently, the next fourplex for around the same price, one fifty, which he loaned me the extra fifty-five thousand to fix it up. And so, yes, we were able to multiply and those incomes on those instead of one unit, which is renting for let's say a thousand dollars. Like I said when I started, I have four units renting for eight hundred dollars. Now they're renting for a thousand. And so, on a loan that's maybe thirty percent higher, I am generating uh, three times the income in terms of rental profits every month. It's all been worth it. Um, my wife's been able to retire. My son was put through University of Texas uh, without any debt, all because of real estate. So I, I can't thank you enough, my friend. What about the future? What do you see for your future? I know you said you have one more you got under contract right now that's going to bring you up to 16 doors, increase your cash flow a little bit. What is your plan for the future? Yeah, so the, you spoke recently that we, that we do have two 18-wheelers. So one of my big, big whys, and everyone has them, is a legacy for my family, right? So um, my youngest son is invested with us in the real estate. So if I was to, you know, I'm a nurse, so I see all sorts of things. If something unfortunate happened to me, because of what you taught me and what we put in place and what we worked hard on for the last six years, my wife would be fine. Um, she would have the real estate. My youngest son would be fine. He's through college with petroleum engineering. He graduates in December. He's going to be fine. He has no debt. He can make his own choices. Plus he has real estate. And my older son was driving trucks for about last 10 years. And so we started to go into business for ourselves and we have two 18 wheels looking to buy a third. Um, so he would be fine. So I would not be leaving my family in a situation, which, you know, no one hopes anything happens, but you do want to prepare as a provider. Um, my family would be fine in terms of finances. They wouldn't have those those headaches that unfortunately we see so much in the nurse and what I do is nursing that families are left desolate are left 
um, worried about what they do or keeping their family members alive because of the financial things that they're able to do to them alive, Social Security or whatever, not even for that person, but just for the finances because they weren't fortunate enough to, to make the, the right choices during their course of their life. So those things are relief for me. Um, um, so in the near future, we continue to, we, we're going to continue to purchase more properties um, and grow um, with the same style, buying very damaged properties, fixing them up. Um, I want to actually, my long-term thing is to contribute is to want to dig water wells in places where they don't have fresh water. Um, um, so that's what I want to do on the con- con- contribution side to make the world a better place. I'm not, I'm not someone that can't build a college or something, but I could um, spend seven, eight thousand dollars of the income that we have a, a year to dig a water well somewhere in an unfortunate place where someone could have fresh water. So those are some of the things that I want to do. I'll continue nursing. Um, as you know, Dale, when you get a gift from the Lord that um, where you can help people, as you've done, you don't even know how many people just through my six degrees of separation you've helped um, in real estate from me coming to that class, learning and helping other people or just talking to them, mentoring them in different ways, whether they bought real estate or not. Um, you've helped people in ways you will never know and people you'll never meet. Um, but same with nursing, when you're able to give people a good 12 hours, and I'm, I'm, I'm really good at making people comfortable in difficult situations. Sometimes they're sick, they're not feeling good. Sometimes their families are involved and they have questions. And um, I'm, I'm really good at having the instincts of what people need in the nursing field. So when God gives you a gift like that, I'm going to continue to do nursing. I absolutely love it. I tried to actually stop, but I missed it. So I was in a financial position where we could stop, but I missed it so much that I went back. So I work part-time as a nurse, and I, I absolutely love it. So that's my near-term plans. You put a musician to be able to financially secure my family. We're going to do some traveling and um, – and going to continue my nursing and try to contribute more to the world to help people like you have. Well, that's what financial freedom really means, Daryl, is the ability to do what you want, make have those choices that you wouldn't normally have. And, you know, I still do seminars. Actually, I haven't done a seminar in two years. I'm going to do one, by the way, announcement. I'm going to do one this coming weekend, the 9th and the 10th here in Houston. So if you've ever wanted to see me, this is your only chance because I haven't done one in two years. So I threw that in there. But... Um, you need to get over to our website and get signed up uh, if you want to get there because it's going to fill up really quick. But Daryl, when when you started, when I started doing this, I went from you know four houses my first month. I bought one, then the second month I bought three more in the same subdivision. Got the same kind of excitement you did. Um, I ended up going all the way up to a hundred plus houses, and. One of the things that I, I wondered with you, if you ever felt the feeling that like there's almost nothing to do once you have these houses rented, it's very few things that ever come up. They do now and then come up. You do now and then have to rent a house. Um, there is a little bit of time traded for money involved in any business. But once you get up to a certain number of them, a whole lot of nothing times 15 becomes not nothing times 15 is nothing. It becomes something. And is there a volume number on single-family houses where you felt like, hmm, we really don't want to get over this volume? Or is it just a matter of taking your time, or is it a matter of not having liquid cash to move it? Now, I know you have cash because you get that darn paid-in-full house that I want to talk to you about. <laughs> but what is it that slowed your roll from knocking out so many right away to slowing down? Yeah, actually, uh, I purchased a 30-unit complex in Jackson, Mississippi during COVID. 
and so um, we we I ended up having to sell it. Um, Jackson had so I made some mistakes there naturally. So Jackson had some. Um, they act like I was stealing a million dollars from him instead of trying to invest a million dollars in it. So the city fought me very hard on a lot of different changes. Um, so we ended up selling it to, to another local investor um, who hopefully is going to do well. Um, so, no, I do plan on hopefully uh, I look at I look at bigger deals. Um, I just haven't found one that I could execute yet or that was actually for sale in what we're looking for, which is the damaged uh, either by hurricane, fire, or just poor management uh, property. So we slowed down. We didn't really slow down. We, we did that that project for two years. We just weren't able to finish it, so we ended up selling it. So I'm not sure if that answers your question. but Now, bad uh, luck we, when you run into starting something right at the beginning of COVID, which completely destroyed the U.S. economy. I get that. Hey, thanks for coming on, Daryl, and sharing your story again. We really appreciate it and look forward to hearing more from you in the future. The rest of you out there, remember this. I'm going to be live next week. You don't want to miss that. Get signed up. Come see me. Change your life. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.